0: All right. Welcome to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast on the Internet to think Pearl
1: Jam fucking sucks. I mean, <laughs> I don't exactly share that opinion. I'm sad.
2: I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I, in 43 years of life, do still not understand a single word that Eddie Vedder ever says, but I like the group. I just
0: don't think I just don't think they're that great. They're great musicians, but the music they put out as a band collectively is trash. Not the point. <laughs> this is a this is not a musical podcast, uh, but, the, <laughs> but today's subject
2: is pretty musical, so Disclaim- we'll get into that. Disclaimer, Ian Massengale's thoughts are his thoughts. He does not share the collective view of the Press Play podcast. I work in music. If anybody has uh, a thought that's more credible than
0: anybody else's, it's me. But that's neither here nor there. So, all right, we got our drinks. Everybody, good. Let's get into We're some good. nerd news. Let's which that. uh, that's that's all you guys. So, uh, I'll let you guys take the lead.
1: Seth, go ahead. Well, nerd news. Yeah. Well, uh, ideas. Pretty pretty uh, recently here. Uh, the Doctor Strange trailer was released uh, during the Super Bowl, and I am pretty, pretty excited about what I saw. Um, I'm glad this is a Raimi film. Um, It damn sure looks like one. Oh, it's got Sam Raimi written all over it. Um, I think he knows how to handle this sort of subject material. And he's proven it before that he does. Mm -hmm. And sort of. uh, I'm going to say that uh, we called it. This movie is going to be how Marvel introduces mutants. Uh,
2: Well, it's going to be how Marvel introduces a mutant, for sure. Um, The idea of them, period. Yeah. Sure. Um, Because that is 100% Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier, Professor X. Mm -hmm. Um, We're getting the Illuminati. He is a member of the Illuminati. He's Um, one of six, I believe. He is one of six, and I'm totally here for it. And it makes sense.
0: I've been wanting the Illuminati for... Ever and uh, you actually Masher called hit me up. this, yeah. You hit me up the other day and you're like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you called this. I'm like, what did I call? I'm like, The Illuminati. Like, I said that I know I wanted it forever. Uh, I, I've <laughs> yeah. said that this is the, the movie to do it because Doctor Strange is uh part of the Illuminati along with Black Bolt, uh, Namor, Iron Man, Professor X, and I feel like I'm missing some- Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, that's that's Fair the Illuminati. It's yeah. it's the most powerful and smartest beings in in the world who handle threats that on their own. And like, like, uh, I think multiversal threats, multiversal threats. Yeah. And at a certain point, they were responsible for hiding the infinity stones. Each, each one was given one. These are just uh, comic books that I've read. Yeah. Very, very fascinating group of characters because there are usually the leaders of their own little groups that just come together, kind of like a you know, little Marvel United Nations, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I just always loved the idea of the Illuminati, but I don't think that they're going to take a lot of time to explore it in this film, even though I really wish they would. So maybe I'm
1: wrong, but uh, just from I what I saw, it just I looks like they're going to be mentioned. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, we're, we're probably just going to get a mention. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've been waiting on Illuminati. I've been waiting on the fucking mutants. Marvel comics, the whole Marvel everything to me is better with mutants. Um, everybody else that has powers in the Marvel universe, they're they're treated like celebrities. People love them, except for mutants, mutants that were born that way. And that's a I think that's an intriguing, that's always been an intriguing take on uh. On inclusion and civil rights and things uh, that humans, uh, they 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 fear what's different, and mm-hmm. I, I just think getting them into the MCU is has the potential to have uh, some pretty good stories yeah. uh, future for future films, and I'm, and that's where just that's just one thing I never understood
0: about the Marvel Universe, like. If in the DC universe you're born with superpowers or you got them by accident, it doesn't matter. But for some reason, because you're born with it, it's—I just never understood that. Do they ever really explain the the fucking difference, Matt da- or Dasher? You you read more Marvel than either of us. Is that something that's ever explained why humanity hates mutants so much? Because really, the like the difference between Spider Man and a Wolverine—I'm just drawing a blank. I don't see the fucking difference.
2: It is, um, in there there's a couple of different x-men runs that's like um when you know basically geonosia which is right. the the it's an island that, that yeah is I, I know about that it's basically it's basically the, the, the mutant hometown um it, there's a couple of different runs explaining why the mutants are so hated it gets convoluted and complicated so it's you know, really not worth talking about right now because it would just be way too long and way too confusing. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is explained in, in multiple
1: scenarios. Uh, a card. lot of it has to do with trust because a lot yeah. of students hide their abilities. Yeah, and yeah exactly. That, that, that all starts the whole thing because they're afraid or they're ashamed of it. They look different. Um, especially the, the ones that look different, like Beast and Rogue, or not Rogue. Uh, Nightcrawler. Uh, Nightcrawler and whatnot um, there, you know, it's it's that whole, that you look different than me. So I'm afraid of you. Sure. Uh, Exactly. And, uh, uh, how how they're going to explain how mutants are coming about is I'm interested to see. Um, I think it's not going to be a typical just, Oh yeah, we've, we've been here the whole time and well blah, blah. I, I don't think it's going to be as simple as that. I think what
2: we're getting here, specifically back to the Doctor Strange trailer with the Illuminati, is I think we're going to get a multi universal Illuminati. You know, people or, or, from different, from different, from the people from throughout the multiverse. And I think X's character is going to come from a multiverse where his world is filled with nothing but mutants. I don't know about nothing but
0: but I, I definitely see what you mean. If anything, they'll probably pull a s- semi crisis on Infinite Earths where there's almost a merging. Yeah, and if that's the case, that's fine. But I just don't know what the right answer is to handle this kind of thing. I don't because think they've been gonna... they've been absent
2: for so long. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's all go- it's not all going to be answered in this Doctor Strange film. It's going to be teased. We might get a nice little five to ten minute scene now, with Stewart in there and the Illuminati, but I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to get the, def- the definitive this, answer
0: within this film. This is the this is the subject matter that deserves its own Disney plus spinoff show, because if I, if you want to give me the Illuminati deal on Disney plus, we've bitched before about things that don't need it. If you don't want to put it into a movie, fine, put it into a six episode show where I don't have to do anything but just watch mm-hmm. it at my leisure and I'll be
2: fine. I'll I won't even bitch if it's bad. I'm here for that. I'm 100
1: here for that. I'm thinking one of the most likely uh, things to happen is Xavier is going to reveal to Strange what mutants are. They do exist, and you have a couple in your universe. It's Wanda. It was Wanda and uh, Quicksilver.
2: And, and what He's what I say that here-
1: you, Wanda's always been a mutant, and the experiments that you performed on her it unlocked her. Innate mutant abilities and amplified them, and now that you fucked with the multiverse, there's going to be consequences. Uh, people are going to start mutating. Because and,
2: and yeah, I, I I can see that. But from what I yeah. see here, and we mentioned earlier that yes, Strange is a member of the Illuminati. But I think in this movie that he is not. I think Mordo is going to be a member of the Illuminati, and he is bringing Strange in front of the Illuminati. To explain and be judged for his actions that have directly
1: um, impacted the multiverse. This could be how he gets on that. Uh, exactly. Agreed. Yes. Yes. And I would be uh, okay with. No, go ahead.
2: Because remember, at the end of the first Strange movie, Morto is like, you know, you're going to ruin sorcerers. These, you're going to yeah, you're going to rue these. Basically, you're going to ruin these consequences that you've made, and then he just fucks mm-hmm. off.
0: Well, yeah, because he has to go kill Benjamin Bratt, which I'm fine with.
3: But uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck that guy. But uh, if, if anything, it'll. Be, I, I I like the idea of in far from or no no way home. There was there you know there was these giant rifts in the sky at the at the climax. Maybe some radiation started leaking through or something. I don't know, but I under, I understand if that's because magic is what kind of sort of gave one to her abilities or maximized them maximum off them if you will uh <inaudible> tish i don't know if uh, that's that's pretty much all we know because the rest of the stuff that we saw we cuz are heavily focusing on just one t- little second of this trailer yeah
1: exactly. we got to move yeah. on the, at some point because we also the other, saw, well, I mean we're going to say
2: sinister strange and defender yeah, uh, strange yeah, we know for a fact we have multiple Stranges in this movie.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm really excited to see uh, Evil Strange because uh, Betty Batch makes a great bad guy. And, yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, sinister Strange is a goddamn problem.
2: Uh, I think I think it's more I think that's Zombie Strange from What If instead of Sinister Strange. To be honest with you. Well, it, um, I
1: think I think the director
0: or somebody came out and straight up said that is not What If Strange. Okay. All so, do right. well, you have any theories about that? I think he said that's not him. But there's, we're also getting Defender Strange.
2: Well, they've also they also said a lot of things that actually came to be true. So, I mean, Andrew Garfield's not going to be in Spider-Man. Well, you know, he kind of <laughs> was. Yeah, fair. He that's, kinda was That's,
0: that's totally fair because oh, Marvel oh, fucking yeah. loves that, to that, lie to us. That I Ryan mean, Ryan, that want Ryan Reynolds
1: meme. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm I'm not in Multiverse of Madness. You know, I'm some I'm something of a. I'm sorry, Andrew Garfield. Myself,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm about tired of like if you if you want to hide things, that's fine. But I'm about sick and tired of Marvel straight up lying. Like that's not how to. That's kind of a way to piss off your audience. You know what I mean? Like if if we figured it out, we figured it mm-hmm. out. But don't lie to
1: us. Exactly. They, they, Marvel should take notes from Nintendo on how to keep uh, hush on shit. Yeah. Exactly. I
0: mean. Yeah. With with the exception of you know. Basically threatening legal Armageddon amongst their actors because Tom Holland is <laughs> he's one of the yeah. biggest blabbermouths in the world,
2: but they straight up well, threaten him every single movie he's in. Don't you fucking well, say anything, I swear to God. One thing this um, trailer did show us is that if she is not in this film, pretty soon, Wanda is going to be a huge fucking problem for the MCU. Uh yeah, I don't know if we're ever gonna get no more mutants,
1: but she is definitely I think we might definitely be getting ADX. Yeah, I'm fine with that. ADX was was the uh, shit,
2: dude. I am so here for that. That's that's probably years down the line, but Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's probably
1: going to happen. And is the one single run of comic that unequivocally and irrefutably proves. Here we go. Summers is the biggest douchebag on the planet. Yeah, how did I fucking well, and, know?
2: Well, and you know, uh, Feige also uh, allegedly came out and said that Endgame is the final Avengers movie. Well, that's a fucking lie. We all know that's a fucking lie. Um, we will get another Avengers movie. In he might. Time. He might mean it's the
0: only the last one that's going to be titled Avengers. There might the Avengers are going to show up again, but it might not be oh, yeah. their movie.
3: Yeah. Because uh, yeah. there's
0: there's no way at no. this point no. in the game no. where you have to have a solo movie because we're really not anymore because at, at a certain point, you can just be like, where were the fucking Avengers during all this? I understand at the beginning they weren't the Avengers, but now it's just like, dude, make a fucking phone call. Yeah,
2: yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel that this Doctor Strange movie specifically is going to shape the future of the MCU as a whole.
1: I think it's gonna change the way that these movies look. Um yes. This does not look like a Marvel film. Most of not, are pretty ugly. Yeah. Um this is a Raimi directed film, and I love the way this looks.
2: I mean it like I said before, it's got Sam Raimi written all over it in just the two minute and thirty however many second clip it was. This movie screams Sam Raimi and I love mm-hmm. it. All righty. All right. N- now that's we're done with that.
0: Uh, let's see. We are good. Uh, unless you guys got anything else? No, that was no. it. I'm good. Okay. Yep. All right. So it's a lot of fun uh, teasing Dasher with musicals because it's one of those genres of film that he hates the most. Yeah. And so it's we've done over a hundred episodes so far, and we have not covered. I think. South, correct me if I'm wrong. We have not covered a single one. Nope. Nope not one. Well, I kind of think that that streak is continuing because realistically this isn't a musical because it does because there's a very specific definition of the word where the music does not explain any any motivation or drive the story forward. So by definition this is not a musical. That is correct. But it's still it's still pretty fucking musical as fuck and that, by that I mean there's a song like every three minutes and I'm alright with it because they're all Beatles songs
2: Well, mm-hmm. yeah, yes there is a song every three minutes but people are not singing to you the story or plot of the film right exactly
0: which is the main fucking difference yes. and if you don't know what we're talking about I don't know how because you clicked on the title of the episode with the name of the movie in it We are talking about 2019's Yesterday, which is a basically Beatles movie without having the Beatles in it, I guess. And I think it is 100%. I said this before, and before we move on to Dasher, because I know we have a tradition, this movie to me is better than Across the Universe. Mm -hmm. Dasher, I don't know if you've seen Across the Universe. That's irrelevant. Let's talk about this
2: movie. You're up. What do you got? All right. So... I wanted to hate this movie. Oh, I know you did. Uh, You made that very clear. And and for the first 10 minutes, I did. I was cursing your name, and I was thinking, all right, what first season of a series am I going to have Ian watch next? (laughs) Um, But then there was a little plot twist within the film. And I remember, I, I thought that I had never heard of this movie, but I remember seeing the trailer for this film Before it first came out. And I remember watching this trailer and be like, this looks fucking stupid. (laughs) And again, for the first 10 minutes, everything that was happening reinforced that belief. And then a little plot twist happens. And I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoyed this film. I give it a solid B. Yes. Okay. I will take. So for those of you that don't know. The
0: plot twist that he is referring to about ten minutes into this film: a struggling musician named Jack Malik. He's riding his bike home, and literally the entire planet goes goes into like a a, a blackout. He gets hit by a bus, and he wakes up in the hospital, and comes to discover he is the only person on the planet that knows who the Beatles are. Everyone is forgotten,
2: or cigarettes.
0: Or cigarettes, or Harry Potter, or Coca
2: Cola, Coca Cola, Oasis, or Oasis.
0: But it mainly leans into the everyone forgetting the Beatles because Mm -hmm. there is, and I still don't know what there is one main thing that was forgotten about, that led to that chain reaction of all of those things being eliminated from human history, but I don't know what it is, because Coca-Cola goes back to the 1800s. So something was erased from human history that led all of those things to go away, and I've mm-hmm. never been able to figure it out, but that's not the point. Well, no one I mean, remembers the
1: Beatles. And, yeah, well, and, that's that's one thing I appreciate about the movie, is it doesn't get into the why. Yeah, We, we didn't have that scene. You yep. have the scene I'm talking about, where they just yeah. expositioned the fucking uh, well, yeah. hundreds of years ago, there was this, and blah 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 blah, and and the to the carry the one, and yeah, we didn't get that scene. And I was uh, really happy we didn't. I
2: yeah. I agree. I agree because in most cases, when something like this happens in film, you want to know why it changed. And mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. one, it was irrelevant. All you it had was. to do was all you had to do was just understand the fact that. People forgot who the fuck the Beatles were, and that's all you needed to know. That's the
0: underlying theme of the film. Mm-hmm. Like other things are forgotten, yeah. but they mean literally nothing to the story. Like Oasis, for example. Who fucking
2: cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there there are some nitpicks that I have in the film that we'll get to later on, but they're just nitpicks. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um and there is a villain in this film that <laughs> I will I will talk about here in <laughs> just a
0: little
2: bit. Yeah. I mean, um, I I don't even know if that's the appropriate word, but yeah, sure. So, I I, I think that I can. It's probably not who you think I'm thinking about. All
1: right. I I, I can confidently say that I may have been the one out of all the three of us uh, that was looking forward to this movie the most. Um, I have a. There's. I want to. Before I get into what I feel about the film, I want to preface it with uh, my relationship with. this band. Um, my late father and I had three things in common, three things that we could always bond over. That was golf, Florida state football and the Beatles. Um, they were, uh, you know, I, I adore this band and the question that's being asked in the film is, you know, what would the world be like without the Beatles in it, without these songs. And I think it's a very intriguing question. If you're the only one that knows about them and you're a musician, what would you do? Uh, uh, Exactly what he does. Yeah. But the problem is, uh, yeah,
3: uh,
0: the problem is, is that he, well, we find out later, but I, I love the twist. Of he really wasn't the only person who remembered. There were two others, was, yes, but yes. they they weren't they weren't musicians, and I, I, there was also an issue of they couldn't remember all the words. And you think he's and you think that they they're, they're there to confront him and you know call him out, but they're just there to thank him for mm. bringing the music back into the world because they say a mm. world with the Beatles in it is just a, a better one to live in, mm. while. Some people may think that is a stretch. I don't. I, I don't disapprove of what they're saying because mm-hmm. there are so many of their songs that are just amazing, and just <laughs> the fact that they only the fact they were only together for a very short amount of time, realistically speaking, is something that really we'll probably never ever see again.
1: No, not ever. It, it, I don't. I don't it, think not in our lifetime, at least, because if you look at if you look at the Beatles' uh, catalog. The number of good songs that they wrote is is unheard of. There, there are so many complete albums, just banger after banger after banger. And well, you know, yeah. people, you don't have to like them. You like what you like. If somebody doesn't like the Beatles or about Tea, I get it. But there's one statement um, that they can't say is that the Beatles suck because they don't their uh, okay. their contribution to uh music. music is very important in my opinion they they changed everything about it. they came up with the concept of an album um, yeah. they uh they they they've written as many they've written a, so many masterpieces that their masterpiece list is longer than most musical artists entire discography and it's just it's unreal to think about that so this movie
2: answers a question that we probably all at some point in time asked ourselves if these songs or this group never existed and you had a chance to present them to the world would you do it how would you do it it would be like if metallica never existed would I introduce one to the world? Yes. Yes, I would. Exactly like this guy did. Um, so I appreciate this movie from that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the Beatles go, they were lightning in a bottle. We've used that term a lot in our podcast to describe many different things. But that's what the Beatles were. They came around at the right time, gave the world what it needed at that time. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the nitpicks I have here, and again, this is just a very modern nitpick. If the Beatles were to release their same discography today that they did back in the '60s, they'd be just another band. I
1: I disagree with
2: I, that. I I you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go first
0: on this one, Seth, because I have thought about that. I had because I, I saw that me and Seth saw this movie together. We saw it in the theater, uh, and I remember thinking. Would this work again? Well, this movie came out in 2019. In 2019, yeah, I think it might. In the, in the 90s, no. No way. No. But I think it, this movie set itself in the right time period where this would work again. Because it almost seems like music has taken a step backwards. And there was a, there's a movie that I absolutely hate. And it's called Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. But they make a very poignant point. Oh, fuck point. that movie. Yeah. But they make a very good point in it. And it was so much of music now is just, you know, sex and drugs and all that shit. But the Beatles had it right. They kept it simple. I want All they wanted was to hold your hand. That We were at a point in music where we almost needed to hear that if that makes sense.
1: And I, I think it, uh, you know, the, the question that, it asked, you know, if, what if these songs were released now and the level of, of, uh, immediate, uh, going viral and how popular it got. I, I think these songs are that timeless. I think they would become that popular. Um, they're just, they're intrinsically good. Um, the, 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 the god damn Lennon and McCartney are the two best songwriters I think that have ever lived they just knew how to write a tune
2: well and, and what I meant by what I said is yes and I, I'll be the first to admit I'm not the biggest fan of the Beatles I appreciate what they did for music I'll give you that but do I consider myself a Beatles fan? no mm-hmm. Um, their music's catchy it's nice, but the Beatles themselves—if they were to live in 2019 and come out with all these songs—yeah, the songs may be good, and people might react and appreciate the songs. But the Beatles, as people, you're they saying were, they
1: wouldn't go down in history like they did?
2: No, no, they were—they were, they were kind of lame.
1: They—they they, were—they're—they're they're four of the biggest personalities to ever, you know. Have to be ever in the limelight like that
2: for well, and and that is that is a direct result of the time that they were in, I believe. That those personalities would not translate the same way in 2019 as they did in 1960, whatever. Um, they're just they would be considered as people just lame in 2019 by 2019 standards. Yeah, the music might catch on. They might go gold, they might go platinum, but they're not going to have the impact in 2019 that they did when they originally came out. Like I said, they were they were lightning in a bottle back then. They brought in the British invasion, um, which spawned the Stones and the Zeppelin and a who's who mm-hmm. of people that we all love today. Uh, yeah. The the Beatles are directly responsible for that, yes. But would they have that same kind of impact had they came out in 2019?
3: No, mm-hmm.
1: no. Well, that's fair. You know, I, I do like that. Uh, I, I love the backdrop of the movie. Um, the basically central it's, it's it's the central conflict for uh, for Jack, and that's his relationship with his manager. That is, it is such a sweet love story, in my opinion. Um, It's not, it's not cheesy. Um, It doesn't feel uh, overly saccharine. It it feels like a a real, um, just a a real. If they will, they won't.
2: well, and and here and here I introduce my villain in the story, Hmm. the sweetheart. Oh, boy. What a a bitch. What a selfish bitch. All right, so you mean to tell me that before (laughs) he's famous, he's all about, no, don't go back to being a teacher. Give your music to the world. The world needs to hear your music. But the moment this motherfucker becomes famous, (laughs) choose me or choose the fucking music, you piece of shit. Whoa, bitch. She did do that. She did oh. do that. Too. Whoa. Well get, I, off your, I, get off your fucking high horse and stop being a C-word, for fuck's sakes.
1: I don't fault her completely for it because the song, you know, he's singing Beatles songs and you know they most of them are about love and uh love lost. And she's like, Where is this coming from? That is one thing that I did appreciate. She spent I was half of her that.
2: life in love with this kid. It's not his fault she didn't shoot her shot until it became famous.
0: I was going to say, like, that's one thing that I thought uh, was very clever is she's over here thinking that he's writing these songs about her because that's just how the Beatles sounded. Anytime he, she's at a concert and he plays a Beatles song, you see her kind of react like he. she thinks he wrote that about her. No, that's just how the Beatles work, sweetheart but she doesn't mm-hmm. know that. But I, I, I did like uh, when he's singing help uh, at the rooftop concert, which of course they had to have a rooftop concert because it's a fucking Beatles movie. And I appreciate that. Let's just move on. Sure. Uh, she, she thinks he's, he's literally asking for help, but no, uh, only we know that this
2: is, this is j- just plagiarism at its finest. No, no. The rooftop concert. I think that he was screaming for help during that performance. I think that I think mm-hmm. that he was right in thinking that, however, it doesn't make her any less of a bitch. <laughs> <She's> the, <laughs> up, the, she is the antagonist in this film, and you will not convince me otherwise. I thought That's you were going to say. I
1: thought you were going to say it was Ed Sheeran. I thought you were going to no, say it was Ed, Kate McKinnon. Ed,
2: Ed Sheeran was just comic relief. I mean, <laughs> he wasn't even comic relief. He was just there to kind of get Ed us moving she- forward. I,
0: Ed, I, I, I'm not a big Ed Sheeran fan, but I liked him in this movie. Ed Sheeran was Be- Ed Sheeran was Vegeta. <laughs> no, he was. He even admitted it. He was Salieri. <laughs> he straight up said he's like, because I, I like, I like I, uh, everything about the first maybe half. I love when Ed Sheeran takes him to Russia, and he, <laughs> he on the plane he writes. He remembers back in the USSR. Great song. And Ed Sheeran's like, you wrote that song in three hours? Like, yeah. And then they have a uh, basically uh, write-off. Who can write the better song in ten minutes? And he whoops Ed Sheeran's ass with another Beatles song, and Ed Sheeran just goes, "You know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're Mozart. I'm Salieri." And he just and he admits that Jack is better. It's moments like that that actually make me happy because it's a it's just another love letter to the Beatles. Like
2: if, mm-hmm. if
0: Ed Sheeran wasn't a fan, he probably wouldn't have agreed to to be sure. a part of this.
2: Sure. He 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 checked his ego at the door on this one for sure. He did for um, sure. And, and I appreciate yeah, that. He, I
1: was surprised at how unwooden he was. Um uh, no, he, right. he was great. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon was awesome with this movie. Like I said,
2: he was Vegeta. He thought he was a shit. And then this guy comes along who's he doesn't know is plagiarizing material because the material no longer exists within the realm of reality. And Sharon's like, son of a bitch, I'm not the best songwriter there is. I mean, even before even if the Beatles didn't exist, buddy,
0: you are you're not You're still not mean. the best songwriter <laughs> No. Now, don't get me wrong, thinking out loud's a good song, but it's yeah, yeah. it's not Sgt. Pepper. Yeah. Duh. Duh. The Duh. the Beatles
1: the Beatles are Goku and Ed Sheeran's songs are Yamcha. Right. Yamcha, at least. At the very <laughs> and, and, least.
2: And and instead instead of hey Jude, what a what a hey dude. It's like, See, really? and that's, are you fucking and kidding me right and now? That's and that's awesome though, because like you said, in two
0: thousand nineteen, that's almost something that would have almost yeah. happened, yeah. Because of course, because it's Ed Sheeran. Of course, he's going to suggest something like that.
3: Right. The Shape
0: of You guy, really? Why wouldn't he suggest that? Right. But I thought you, I thought you were going to say the villain was Kate McKinnon because what a wonderful representation of the evil, corrupt music industry. Uh, even and- even straight up says like you're going to make you're going to write songs, we, you're and you're going to make a lot of money,
2: and we're going to take most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Uh no, she she wasn't the villain. She was just the typical embodiment of, you know, the corporate machine, which mm-hmm. in and of itself is a villain. But she was just doing her job. Mm-hmm. Um, that so no no that's that's I didn't once look at her as a villain in the film. She was just corporate sleaze mm-hmm.
1: playing corporate sleaze. I yeah, I, 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 now I'm gonna get a little bit more abstract. I thought that fame was the villain.
0: Well, we can admit the, the villain was not the Stoner friend, who was probably the the most fun. <laughs> Dude, I love that guy.
1: I love he's that great, guy. isn't he? That yeah. guy was awesome. The, 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 this, <laughs> he brings the guitar out late. You're fired. Yeah.
2: That was right. hilarious. Yeah, and then he tells that <laughs> <laughs> we're on plane, and he's like, "No, no, you should stop rapping it. you and leave it to the brothers because it's." And then he can't rap good. either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think. And I will. I'm putting. I'm putting my man card in my safe because none of you are going to be able to take it from me. Even though I'm going to say this out loud, there was one moment in this movie that made almost made me tear up. And I bet okay. you can guess which one it is.
2: No, really, no. Seth, you want to take a stab at it? Uh the end when he puts her on the screen. No. Nope. No, wait a minute. What's what's uh, the what's bedroom? What? No, John nope. Lennon. John fucking John Lennon. Lennon. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And that here, was a
0: fucking wonderful moment.
2: Here in lies, played by his son Julian Lennon, obviously, because um, they look exactly alike, damn near the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, here in lies my one of my nitpicks of this film. The ending. Um, he basically, spoiler alert, he's at Wembley. He comes out, Ed Sheeran opens for him, he does this song and dance, performs all those songs, so basically he can pull up his bride or his love interest on screen who wasn't his love interest until she said hey, I'm in love with you and you know, performs emotional and psychological terrorism on him throughout the entirety of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and completely ruins her relationship with a good guy who helped him get a start. Anyway, Comes out and says, yeah, I didn't write these songs. So-and-so, 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 and so-and-so wrote these songs. Well, it's already been established. Oh, so-and-so,
0: the Beatles. Their names are Paul McCartney, George Harrison, John Lennon, and Ringo Starr, all right? Put yeah. some fucking respect on their name.
2: You're not wrong. Okay, anyway, says, no, they write these songs. Well, they didn't write these songs. Nobody knows who they are, and they're probably sitting back watching this like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? He's fucking crazy. This guy needs to be like even John Lennon mm-hmm. said. You need psychological help, my friend, because you're fucking
1: crazy. It, so that, that's I found that's,
2: that entirely pointless.
1: That, that that kind of parallels the nitpick I have with the movie. Um, it's the in the beginning when when Jack is when he reacts to people with the with the music and he's he's still kind of reacting to what they're you know them not knowing it like they should know about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but you're, you know, let it be as a masterpiece and you're, you know, you're the first people to hear it. He just keeps going with that up until, you know, even with John Lennon, like he's reacting like John Lennon should know that he knows who he is. Um, and in the end, um, when he explains that the music isn't his, I thought that it might not have been a bad idea how he, he could have maybe been more articulate with the explanation, Yeah, they kind of had to wrap it up a little
0: bit too neatly. I agree with that. Uh, The ending left a little bit to be desired, but it's not enough to take me out of it. It's just, it was too neatly wrapped up.
2: And then the final scenes are him having a happy life with the love of his life and the kids and the family. And no, bitch, you're going to be sued by the record label that was trying to put you on for a studio time. B, airfare. C, just wasting our fucking time. And D, being a general fucking abstract dickhead. Yeah, you're going to be in debt for the rest of your life, living in a van down by the river with your wife and
1: three kids. To the movie's credit, uh, The Phantom Menace already proved that uh, that kind of shit doesn't belong in a movie, so I'm fine.
2: Touche, touche, touche
0: too fair all right uh, yeah so let's see i had something else i wanted to talk about i can't remember what it was oh yeah i one of my one of my favorite parts about the movie is it handles it very realistically in the fact that yes if we, if we were immediately forced to remember all the beatles songs there's quite a few i could rip off but one of my favorite things is that he just he can't remember eleanor rigby to save his life
1: no,
2: we cannot. Uh, that's
1: it, that's actually a, a pretty nice, uh, almost an Easter egg for for fa- for you know big fans because mm-hmm. rugby is hard to remember the order. Yeah, it always, it always has been.
0: Yeah, I, I I remember when I was watching the film for the first time and I was like, "How does the fucking song go?" I don't even remember. It. Eleanor
2: Rigby's. Da, 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 da. I, I was doing the I, same thing, trying to remember. I think one of my favorite things of the film is the fact that Honish actually sang every song that he sang that yes, was his voice and I was like all right that's cool
1: yeah he did a great then, job he did now they're, he was uh, not bad he was not bad the the updated re- uh, the updated arrangements for the songs were extremely respectful Yes, uh, and yeah there, there's some of my uh, I like these versions uh, much better than uh, a lot of the across the universe versions
0: with the exception of maybe one or two songs from across the universe because that's one thing they did right was make mm-hmm. i think i can i can't remember which song but there was one or two songs from across the universe that i will admit they did better than the beatles or at least not better than they're just
1: my preferred versions and you're going to carry that weight was better and uh uh probably prudence prudence okay. uh help from my friends and
0: I would even say, oh, Let It Be was great. Just because I, I would say Let It Be was good in Across the Universe because of the visuals that you were being given at the time of the song. Mm-hmm. And All You Need Is Love is probably my favorite version
1: from Across the Universe. I think my, it, it, you know, in Across the Universe, I think my favorite, you know, version of a Beatles song is uh, Fallen, Oh, I'm Fallen. yeah i've just seen a face yeah
0: i have no idea what you guys are talking about that's fine we're we're just talking amongst ourselves but uh okay yes (laughs) uh i i do agree with an earlier point you made about something not being able to fly in 2019 and they even they even talk about it in the in the gigantic staff meeting and that was what jack wanted to name his album the white album (laughs) well not only that he wanted to name it sergeant peppers he wanted to name it abbey road he wanted to name it basically all the famous albums like those were his suggestions and they kept giving coming up with ideas of why that's why that's a bad idea like sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band it's a long title no one's going to remember that the white album Mm -hmm. listen you're an indian fella that doesn't make any sense abbey road it's just a road there's nothing happening. well i mean and and
2: and and that aspect i kind of disagree with it because Limp biscuit did come out with Chocolate starfish and the hot gnaw no flavored water. You know, I mean that's just as fucking long. Yeah, but that's That's Limp Biscuit. That's Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Limp biscuit, I'm sorry. Who did I say? Yeah, you, you know. No, he, you he,
0: said no. Limp Biscuit. We're just agreeing, we're just oh, okay, agreeing at the okay, same okay, time yeah. that it's Limp
1: Biscuit. Yeah, Who right. fucking cares? Right. <laughs> no, they it, they left out the best album name, Revolver. Best album name ever. Because a record revolves. Fair.
0: But and yes, it's also uh, a gun, and yeah, it's great. Yeah, I just don't think today something called the White Album. Even if you are white, that's just that's just not okay. Well, that was
1: that was never the name of the album. It's the name of the album is the Beatles. It's just that well, the yeah. cover is white, and the Beatles is the only thing on it, so everybody calls it the White Album.
2: Yeah, yeah. collectively, that's the, what we
0: call it. I, I even knew that. Well, I know, but just collectively, that's just what we call it. Yeah. So, and he, so because of that, he decided to call it the White Album. I'm not saying yeah. that
2: that's what it's called. I'm saying that's what Jack wanted to call it. Which would have been a big deal because he's obviously not even white. So, I mean, I don't see what mm-hmm. the big deal would have been, but, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, like I said, the, the ending
0: is the only nitpick that I have. Mm-hmm. It's just too, too clean. I do yeah. like that they end, they, they yeah. end on literally my favorite song ever which is uh, a <clears throat> Obla oh, oh, da. Love that
2: song.
1: Never get tired of it. Yeah,
2: that is a fun song. Yes it, it is. is uh, that's song. the yeah.
1: that's the first uh real song that I ever remember liking as a child. Mm. oh Obla. Oh, um Yeah, this this movie is it's 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 so just fucking charming and it, it, it a feel good film. As a has a, a, a true happy ending? You don't get that a lot anymore. You know, That's why you give it a, a, a pretty big pass. You know what this is? This movie is just like fanboys, in the sense that if
0: you are a fan yeah. of Star Wars, yeah. you're going to love fanboys. If you're a fan of the Beatles, you're going to like this film. I they're almost that. they're almost identical in the same way that these were these both of these movies that we've talked about in the last two weeks were made specifically for yeah. fans. They're love letters. That's exactly yeah. what they are.
1: Um, and I I do have one more story nitpick. Um, I think the you know, the point they're trying to get across that the, the world is a better place with the Beatles in it. They didn't lean into that enough. I think Jack should have noticed that the world was sadder, um, more depressing. I uh, think if you I I I, agree. I
0: I hear what you're saying, but I feel like if they'd have done that, I they would have probably taken me out of the realm of belief. Because yes, what they're trying to say is the world's a better place with the Beatles in it, but not to a drastic extent. It's right. more no, it's, of a,
1: no. Yeah. It'd just be something that he felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't yeah. have to, uh, you know, go. You don't have to beat everybody over the head with it. But uh, that that uh, kind of, of of plot thread is extremely hard to write without being preachy, right? I think the best
0: way to do it is probably show what their absence has had on the effect of music. Like the music is different, and therefore people are different because they didn't have the inf- the influence wasn't there so the music changed mm-hmm. so people's behavior changed something simple like that that actually has a big
1: impact yeah, like something real simple like maybe music um, doesn't have distorted guitars anymore yeah
0: or the kind of writing that, that, that the Beatles had like just keeping it simple Just and to,
2: and to, that, end, um, to that end the continuity was another nitpick because the continuity was there because like I said earlier Without the Beatles, you don't have the Rolling Stones. And they were obviously still there in this timeline because he Googled the Rolling Stones and they were a band. Well, I mean, you don't have the Rolling Stones without the Beatles. So how the fuck did that work? You know, what's funny is uh, he
0: looked up he looked up Oasis and they weren't there either. But he didn't sing one Oasis
2: song. <laughs> yeah. I know. I would. You know what? <laughs> fuck it. I, don't I was waiting. Too. I, I was waiting on Wonderwall the entire fucking movie, and the fact that I didn't get it was kind of a letdown.
0: Yeah, because if I'm gonna lie. rip off the, if I'm gonna rip off the Beatles, and I find out Oasis is gone, I know I can, I know for a fact that I could, Wonderwall, I can recite Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova, Champagne
2: Supernova exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, it, it, you know, and Rock and Roll Star actually. It wasn't. It was a, a running gag that kind of never got old because it was just this random shit that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, I think cigarette uh, was
0: my favorite one. I Harry Potter was funny because at Potter the end I'd funny. be like, "Oh, I'd ri- i have ripped that off in a fucking heartbeat." You can I believe th- that.
2: I thought that I thought that's that exactly what he was going to do. Is yeah, I'm going to tell the world that I didn't actually write these songs, but I'm not going to say shit and I'm going to rewrite Harry Potter and still make millions of dollars, billions <laughs> of dollars to pay, off, to pay off the extraordinary debt that I'm going to be in for the rest of my life. By the way.
0: mm Hmm. But yeah, uh,
2: overall, just a really yeah. good time. It was. Uh, movie. Like, again, for the first 10 minutes, I'm sitting here like, God damn it, what the fuck has Ian got me watching? And then I that, that plot twist came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. was not where I was expecting this movie to go at all. I'm glad that, you didn't know about it. That, that, I thought, that was, yeah. That made you I, enjoy the movie better. I thought this was just going to be some melancholy suck off of the Beatles. And I'm going to be sitting here like, when is this going to fucking end? But no, no, that happened. And it actually made the movie enjoyable.
1: Yeah, uh, it's like I said, it's a it's a it's an intriguing question. It's a fun question.
0: And it's handled very realistically. It
2: is it, it's mm-hmm. a question that I have asked myself about various songs many, many times throughout the course of my life.
1: Yeah, realistically so. and and not overhanded and. um. I think very believable at how uh, Jack uh, reacts to everything, because at first he's all of them. Yeah, I'm going to be fucking famous now. Nobody knows who they are. Um, mm-hmm. And then he starts to see uh, the effect that that's having on his life. Um, no. It's not making him happy.
2: He didn't start to see that until old girls started sabotaging his ass with emotional and psychological terrorism. That's where <laughs> that came from. He was perfectly fine. He was perfectly perfectly fine until she hit him with the. What's funny is uh, I love you on the day that he releases his biggest the biggest day of his life and she hits him with oh yeah by the way I've loved you your entire fucking life. What are you going
1: to do about it? I'm going to retort and and say that uh, respectfully sir you you might be missing the point of Mm the whole thread Jack was never happy and he thought this would make him happy but it comes to find out And it's either what John Lennon said to him: "You want to be happy? You want to have a good life? Tell the girl that you love." love
2: I disagree. Jack was perfect. Jack was perfectly fine being oblivious that this girl was in love with him. He was perfectly okay. He wasn't oblivious
1: to it. He 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 actively ignored it.
0: I will say this though: it's pretty obvious from that ultimatum that she made that, for a manager. She was actively rooting against him to become famous because that's how Thank she you. reacts when yes. he does become famous. You are a shitty yes. manager.
2: Yes. You've been rooting and against me this whole time. The, the whole time she was like, I want you to succeed. I don't want you to go back to teaching children. I want and you to it, be a fucking he gets rock it. star. And the moment he becomes a fucking rock star, she's like, oh, oh, I, this? I, I, I didn't want this after all.
1: I, yeah. I, I still think you're looking at that, uh, superficially
2: i don't think
0: so i'm kind of a dasher on this one she was a shitty manager
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe a shitty manager but i I don't think she's a shitty person and i think that her um her actions are unjustified Um,
2: i'm gonna have to disagree with you that's fine yeah yeah can't agree on everything no we can't I, 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 i
1: will i will can see that her motives are selfish. I could see that. Yes. Okay. But oh, I, but, I but but yeah. I don't think that she's a bad person. It's it's, it's completely natural for uh, someone who has been around someone like that and has been as close as they were, and is obvious about the way she feels about him. It's all over her, and he just doesn't acknowledge it, and. When she sees all the titles of these songs, and I love her, and um, my life, all that stuff, something, and you know, how did I get? How did I? How did I stay in this manager lane and never into this lane? No, no how did before, that happen? So she's before, questioning her old value. No, no, one hundred percent, no, because I, I, she, I don't. I don't think she's being. uh uh Malicious about it. I don't think she's being bitch about it. I think she is. She is giving him a choice. But she. him That. Uh, you know, this is. This is finally. This is how I feel. And mm. I can't hold it in anymore. And. I, she wasn't telling him that. You know you're out of my life forever. But if. If you're. Still doing this. I'm telling you I love you because. She tells him that I don't know who you've changed, and I don't know who you are anymore. You
2: sir, she, and here's the thing though, that famous. Is, you, that's such a that's you, such a
1: cliche
0: thing f- to say because she, he he didn't up. change at all. No, he's no. still the You're, he's still the same Jack. He just he's just super famous now, I, and she doesn't want to go on this I, ride I, with him.
1: And, and you sir, I'm, I'm oh, not I'm not the, saying that the said. movie does I'm not saying that the movie does a good job show, of showing that Jack has changed. I'm so. I'm just saying that those are her motivations. No, She's used changing him, but the problem is that the, the it's the same thing that happens with Anakin. He's mm-hmm. the same person. It's just now that Padme cares. No, you sir are Padme.
2: Yeah, I hate her now. You you sir are one hundred percent wrong, and I'm going to tell you why. Before she even confesses his love to him. He asked her, you're not going to Los Angeles with me? No, I have to stay here and teach these children. Automatically puts herself out of the situation right there by making a decision to stay behind and teach kids, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. But you willingly took yourself out of the situation. And then when he decides to go to Los Angeles, and you know he's going to Los Angeles, you hit him with, oh, but I love you, and it's either me or the music, choose.
1: Hey, I I, I just compared her to Padme. Yeah, he did. I was there. I, I, I hate her now. Okay. Now, uh, yeah. Uh, now it, yeah, it's all. See crazy. what Star
0: yeah. Wars does to people. <laughs> it just makes you hate
2: people on sight. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking does. Speaking of Star Wars,
3: you goddamn noticed, walking plot <laughs> convenience.
2: Speaking of Star Wars, anybody noticed that the chick from Rogue One <sighs> was in this film? Mm. The main character from Rogue One was a blonde-headed friend. Say, uh, I don't
0: know if you forgot or not, but I fell asleep during Rogue One for like an entire hour and a
2: half. Well, I'm sorry to hear that because it was a bad yeah. build. Anyway, I, I, uh, I
1: want you, to, I want you to name me more than three characters from Rogue One, and Darth Vader is not included. And by and name. name, all right. And neither by is name? neither right. is the main I, character. She's not included I, I, either, even though I don't remember her fucking name. No one I does.
2: Can't, I can't name them by name. Urso, uh, Jalen Urso. Jenner, so and my fucking grandma Tarkin.
1: Okay, That's that
0: last one you get a pass that you barely get a pass on because, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> he's from other movies, <laughs> he's from other movie movie, yeah, right, right, right. right. Um, it
2: that Sal- Sal- that was Guerrero. her, Sal it was her, yes, it was the blood of a friend, yep. That was her, totally her.
0: I fucking didn't. I didn't notice because, like I said, that was, I, that was I skipped that stuff. movie. Because I don't care.
2: Anyway, I just thought it was a nice little correlation between the Star Wars conversation that was being had and the fact, hey, somebody in this
1: movie was actually in a Star Wars film. Give it time, everybody's sure, in Star which, Wars, which further reinforces that she is Padme. Right.
0: Now, now he hates it. Now I hate this movie again. <laughs> just her.
2: Just her. her. I told you she is the nemesis in this film, and you will mm. never convince me otherwise. Which sucks I, because I love Lily James. I loved her in yeah. Baby Driver.
1: She's uh yeah, she's a pretty good actress.
0: I she's loved really, her. As she, Pam. She, uh, yes, I, was, I haven't seen. Pam. I, was I was just this gonna say Tommy,
2: I loved yeah. her as Pam Anderson and Pam and Tommy.
0: I'm gonna watch that at some point because it
1: looks I really did. good.
2: It it's it's pretty. It's
1: yeah, mm. not bad. No, I would love to see her in more things for sure. Uh, I think she's, she's got, on her way up. She she's she's a she's a dark horse in the acting world, in my opinion. Um, she's got a lot of a uh, lot of potential ahead of her. I do believe she picks the right uh, the right scripts.
2: She does, and she plays a world class bitch. Perfect, mm-hmm.
1: because that's exactly what she was in this film. Anyway,
2: you know there um, there,
1: there, there is one other thing about Jack um, that kept me from loving him. I did care about what happened to him, but right. I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't like Jack, and I and that's because I thought Jack was very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not snooty, um, snotty, kind of, kind of snotty, and a little, a little brass. Jack was okay, A little brash. It, it, it's not, you know, it just kept me from loving him. I didn't mind Jack.
0: I
2: mean
1: it
0: like I, I kinda of, I kind of understand what you're saying. Like I he's he's I didn't love him either. Uh I just liked him.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He was okay. I had no I lo- problem. I loved that. his stone friend.
3: Because
2: yeah, he was exactly was awesome. what he needed to be. Yeah. Don't he, remember his he, name, but he was great. He
1: uh he's my favorite character in the movie. Uh yeah, yeah. He's yep. he's just fun. Yeah. And uh Kind of kind of innocent. Mm-hmm. Well yeah. Because he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah he's ignorant. kind of an, but exactly. an idiot an idiot with a big heart of gold. Yeah. An idiot an idiot savant, if you will. hmm And and the yeah. fact that he gave that huge heartwarming speech and then opened the wrong goddamn door. Over the wrong fucking door.
2: He's like our journey continues. <laughs>
1: that, that was a that was a great way to reinforce uh that yeah. little idiot. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, again, um, you know, I came into this movie thinking that I was absolutely going to fucking hate it and that Ian was going to owe me a season of a series of my choosing.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Not today. But
2: but pleasantly, I was surprised. And again, I give this movie a solid beat. I I would watch it again.
1: Take that to heart, folks. uh, Dasher approved. Dasher is one of the most cynical film buffs that I know.
2: It's got the Matt Dasher stamp of
1: approval. Yes. So if he gives his approval, trust me. If you got any speculation on this movie at all, give her a whirl. It's, it's worth your watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, by the way, speaking of owing somebody a season, I'll tell you right now, I'm okay with it because my next pick, I will take, I will jump on that bullet because the next movie you are not going to like. None of us are going to like it, but it's we have to. I, I, I'm, I'm that, introducing a new series called "What
1: Went
2: Wrong." i am i am here for that but first and foremost anything else left on the film uh the topic of discussion for tonight
1: no that's great watch it all right yes check, check it what out you got for us next week next week i have a little favorite of mine some might consider it a classic um it's also a movie that i think is still misunderstood to this day uh we're gonna dive into Robocop love it love it just the that. original
2: J- of course Don't be an asshole yeah yeah and we're also going to cover the entirety of the book of boba fett which we were going to do tonight but a couple of jack offs just kind of forgot to watch it um i'm not going to name any names because that's pointless we all know
1: who they are. Um, yes yeah well i mean star Wars. almost forgot about him so why are you blaming us yeah right and I, Apparently, the show ahead. forgets about him too. So, you know, no.
2: well, we're going to talk about that in depth next week. I promise you that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and release my pick for two weeks out to give everybody time to watch it. We're going to cover the first season of the Star Wars animated television show, The Clone Wars, um, which I was very skeptical to watch at first, but upon viewing. I actually really enjoy this animated television series and I believe you two will now, this is every, this is everything the Clone Wars should have been I have a question do we have to
0: start with the movie because there was a movie no. first okay. No. okay good
2: nope no we just start, we just start with we're gonna go season one um, and as far as I'm concerned, the movie no longer exists because again this show is everything the Clone Wars well, I mean should the animated movie
0: there was a Clone Wars animated movie. No, no, no. That, that, just, just the series. All right. Um, in a hypothetical world where I had to watch a TV season as a punishment, what would it be? I was going to pick Stranger Things. You know what? I might as well just get a jump start on that now because uh, I'll give you guys three weeks to really analyze why you hate me. Because this is. I'm I'm picking this movie because I want to talk about why it's terrible. If that makes sense, Ooh, okay. It's not like I'm trying to punish yeah. you. I just well, want it, to figure if, out no, why. you so we so did. so, it, well, so if, this if, falls it,
1: outside the rule. Then it do, it uh, no because,
2: Yeah, it does okay. it's because your title is "What Went Wrong." So it's yeah. not okay. like you're picking. It's not like you're picking something and then all oh, we decide we hate it. We know no. we're gonna hate this going into it, so it doesn't. Okay.
1: Care. So okay. the movie, That's the, movie a, the movie the movie is. Sucker punch.
2: Oh my god. That was a oh, perfect choice. Wow. That was a perfect choice. This,
0: this movie. You evil I remember, motherfucker. No, yeah. I want I want to, because I this movie phantom menaced me when I saw it yeah. in the theater. Yeah. Yep. I will admit that right now, but I want to take a deep dive into what the fuck was Zack Snyder thinking?
2: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. In, 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 in,
1: in general or in just this film? Just Just in this film. I want to talk Um, about this film because
0: were there good ideas anywhere or was this doomed from the start?
2: And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, we're all going to agree on one thing. What didn't go wrong with this film was the soundtrack. We'll just go ahead and put that out there right now.
0: I, You know what? I listened to, there is a cover
2: of Where Is My Mind from this soundtrack that I listen to to this day. Yeah. So, but, so three weeks out, Sucker Punch. Gotcha. Uh, Next week, we have Robocop. That's two weeks. So everybody has two weeks if you haven't watched it yet, or if you have, you have time to rewatch it.
1: Um, I also have my next pick for uh after Robocop. Uh, so we're going we're going four weeks out now. We're, fucking we're, hell, never been that let's, far let's, out. In the future. Let's plan out yeah. the whole fucking month. Fuck
2: this it, is one that's it.
1: been on my uh my little list I keep on my phone for a while. Um, it is a movie I have never seen. Mm-hmm. Um and I would, you know, I've always uh, loved doing this show because it uh it makes me want to watch things that I have never seen before that I've always wanted to watch. So we're going to watch the Al Pacito film dog day afternoon.
2: Never. I actually had that on my list of things that I was going to pick going forward. So no, I swear I've never heard of this. It's, it's a very
1: old film. Um, well, Fair enough. Like, I think it was the, f- I think it was the first film he did either yeah. right before Godfather two or right after Godfather two it was before right on well already
2: then
0: you there's your there's your entire month
2: there's our entire month so uh you know mark your calendars and research accordingly all right well it's been real it's been fun it has been real fun all right see you guys next next week all right